This edition of Radio Stone Update is brought to you by Tab Surfaces, celebrating 25 plus years of producing premium natural stone and tab quartz, the high density slabs with Tab's proprietary high gloss luster technology. Hi, I'm Kay Shipper with the latest in hard surfaces industry news from Radio Stone Update. California's workplace regulators are expanding efforts to combat silicosis among fabrication workers, with the banning of quartz surfaces still being held out as a possibility. Cal-OSHA is now committed to fast-tracking the development of new rules to protect fabricators working with engineered stone who are inhaling silica dust that's leading to silicosis. Cal-OSHA officials went as far as to declare that a state ban on the use of engineered stone products may be warranted in the near future, a move that is gaining traction in Australia and is under consideration in the United Kingdom. Silica content for most engineered stones sold in the United States is at least 90%. The crystalline silica dust generated by fabrication is linked to an aggressive form of silicosis after exposure to airborne particles. During a hearing in front of the California Occupational Safety and Health Standards Board last Thursday, Dr. Jane Fazio, a pulmonary and critical care physician at Olive View UCLA Medical Center in Los Angeles, told the state board many of the men she sees with silicosis are in their 20s and 30s. Several died while waiting for lung transplants, currently the only cure for silicosis. Fazio said she and her colleagues diagnosed more than 40 young men with silicosis in the last two years. Of the 77 silicosis cases identified among engineered stone fabrication workers since 2019, at least 10 are dead. About 75% of the cases were in Los Angeles County, with another 11% in the San Francisco Bay Area. However, the California Department of Public Health believes those figures are likely an undercount, as cases may not be reported or are yet undiagnosed. While silicosis has been recognized as an occupational hazard of stoneworkers for centuries, the crystalline silica in engineered stone appears to be more lethal. The Standards Board ultimately voted 4-0 to zero to direct Cal-OSHA to craft emergency rules to cover workplaces that fabricate engineered stone products with high silica content. The proposal would prohibit dry cutting of the material and require employers to provide workers with greater protections. Officials said the new rules should take about four months to prepare before being submitted to the board for approval. Hard surface industry representatives, along with other affected parties, will be included in the process. The Cal-OSHA action is in addition to the proposal advanced last month by the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors to ban engineered stone use in an area encompassing more than 10 million people. KQED in San Francisco supplied information for preparation of this report. A hard surfaces importer's attempt to avoid large unfair trade duties on Chinese-made quartz products has run afoul of U.S. Customs and Border Protection, the CBP. Oakland, California-based Vanguard Trading Company, LLC, will be paying 300%-plus duties on its Lucare surfaces and come under additional scrutiny with future shipments, according to a CBP determination in mid-June under the Federal Enforce and Protect Act, the EAPA. 
The action came after a complaint filed a year ago with the CBP by Lesur, Minnesota-based Cambria Company, LLC. It's one of a number of EAPA investigations initiated through Cambria, with at least three more in process. Unlike other EAPA investigations, this one didn't focus on alleged mislabeling of product origin, otherwise known as transshipping. In this case, the CBP looked at the material mix Vanguard was using to make Lucare. The company promoted its product as, quote, artificial marble, end quote, manufactured in China under a patent-pending process that uses a mix consisting mainly of fritted sand, a byproduct of mining and iron and steel production, along with quartz powder, polyester resin binder, pigments, and other materials. In its investigation, the CBP confirmed that its fritted sand is 60% to 80% silica and, combined with its other materials, produces a surface that meets the scope of the tariffs imposed on quartz surfaces made in China. Not only will Vanguard have to pay applicable anti-dumping countervailing duties on all its imports of quartz surface products subject to the investigation, but it will be closely watched by CBP for future shipments. Cambria has participated in other EAPA action concerning evasion of the China Quartz Services Tariff. The federal statute allows companies affected by possible violations to investigate and submit evidence with an EAPA claim. Why tap quartz? Because your home is worth it. At Tab Quartz, we follow the world's best technologies and processing practices which are the result of our 23-plus years of experience in processing natural stone at our parent company TAB. TAB Quartz is the result of our love for stone and marks the beginning of a new age in the design and stone industry. TAB has created high-density quartz with an exceptionally high gloss via its custom-developed luster technology. The high ratio of quartz versus resin makes the slabs uniquely dense and heavier than your common quartz slab, achieving impenetrability even in a matte finish. Additionally, TAB Quartz is processed with UV-resistant resin to keep it safe from ultraviolet breakdown and color change. At TAB Quartz, we use the most innovative technologies, which enable us to not only be efficient but also eco-friendly. Legal compliance, environmental protection, and waste reduction are the very foundation of our company culture. Learn more at TABQuartz.com. MS International Incorporated, MSI, opened the doors of two newly remodeled showrooms in the northeastern United States. The Orange, California-based company recently updated facilities in Edison, New Jersey, and Brentwood, New York. Both serve different parts of the New York metro area, and both now include newly revamped slab sections, countertop and wall and floor tile showrooms, and state-of-the-art distribution centers. Executives at both locations say the upgrades represent MSI's commitment to offer a remarkable shopping experience of high-quality materials sure to inspire the next projects of both contractors and homeowners. MSI operates 45 showrooms across North America. Across the country, Arizona Tile has opened one of its newest locations in Reno, Nevada to service northern Nevada and the Lake Tahoe area. The new 48,000-square-foot facility includes a state-of-the-art showroom, slab viewing gallery, and order desk. It also features a wide variety of installation examples, as well as allowing shoppers to visualize different product selections in various environments by use of a visualizer on an on-site touchscreen. 
The Reno location offers a wide selection of Delaterra quartz and more than 75 different types of natural stone, as well as an extensive collection of porcelain tiles. It's still July, but it isn't too early to think about beating the lines at the ticket counters and getting your passes to this year's late September trade shows in Italy. Sursai at Bologna Fair in Bologna runs from September 25th through the 29th. This international tile event will celebrate its 40th anniversary this year and will feature 15 fully occupied exhibition halls and more than 640 exhibitors from around the world. Sursai will also feature presentations and other features related to the latest trends and innovations in the world of ceramics and bathroom furnishings. Multi-day passes for the event are free and are available at https colon slash slash www.sursai.it slash en slash y underscore b-i-g-l-i-e-t-t-e-r-i-a dot p-h-p. Marmomac at Verona Fieri in Verona runs from September 26th through the 29th and is on track to feature more than 1,400 exhibitors of stone and stone processing products from around the world in more than 860,000 square feet of expo space. Ticket prices range from 28 euros for a one-day pass to 48 euros for all four days of the event. To register, go to marmomac.com slash en slash visit slash question mark utm underscore s-o-u-r-c-e plus sign n-l pound sign t-i-c-k-e-t-s. This is Emerson Swartzkoff. As Kay just mentioned, online registration for this year's Marmomac is now open. For many, it's the place to experience the full scope of the natural stone industry with a wide international selection of materials, machinery, and tooling. I recently spoke with Carlotta Di Colorado, the communications and event coordinator for the event in Verona, about this year's Marble Mac to see what's on tap for 2023. Thank you, Emerson, for hosting us today, and thank you to all your listeners. For 2023, Marble Mac is on track to meet uh, its goals, uh, 80,000 square meters of heritage space and uh, 50,000 more or less visitors. Marmomac is the leading global hub for this industry and uh, we want uh, to confirm this leadership and uh, have uh, professionals to converge here for uh, innovation, networking and obviously sales. Um, the signal for the sector are positive uh, and the Registration from exhibitor um, are showing a clear return to a pre-pandemic number. Uh, we expect a participation of uh, 400 uh, companies, uh, and we are looking forward for an increase of uh, visitors as well. Are there any indications of more international visitor interest this year from different regions or countries? We have indication of heightening engagement from various countries, both to well-established markets and growing ones, uh, Germany, France, Switzerland, United States, uh, sorry, United Kingdom, Spain, Portugal, Australia, Canada, and also for other countries more far away, like uh, United Arab Emirates, uh, Poland, Egypt, uh, Iran, Mexico, and Vietnam. What about China? Will Marmol Mac experience a return of exhibitors from China this year? And what will be like compared to events before 2020? 
China will uh, indeed return for Marumak this year, uh, occupying Pavilion 8 uh, as in the past. They have almost 5,000 square meters with the 10 collective participating. This shows us a significant recovery of Chinese participation with a reminiscence from the pre-pandemic editions. China will be well recognized because they will have a custom made boot, so it's going to be a beautiful space also for China. Now, last year, materials made up 56% of all exhibitors, and machinery tools, I believe, account for about 34%. Will that mix of exhibitor types change this year in any way? Marmok this year is opening Pavilion 1 that has been closed for two years with pandemic, and that will change a little bit the mix. Uh, Materia will uh, constitute the 66% uh, of all exhibitors, uh, then machinery and tools will have uh, 18%, and the services will account for 4%. Marmo Mac's main source of business is Europe, and of course, Italy. Is that attraction as strong this year as in 2022, or will there be more or less? Italy actually uh, holds a significant position in the stone sector, and uh, its influence extends to Marmomac as well. The overall international historians in the event remains strong, and uh, we are witnessing uh, a notable influx of visitors from countries deeply connected with the sound sectors. Uh, the top visitors, uh, this has the um, chart for 2022, but uh, it will be a forecast is more or less the same for 2023, uh, will include uh, Germany, Spain, France, Portugal, United Kingdom, India, and United States. Turkey, Greece, Belgium, and Poland. This is the top country coming to Marmomac. What's new this year for attendees to see and experience at Marmomac? Attendees can look forward to new experiences at Marmomac this year. Uh, as I told you earlier, Pavilion 1 has undergone a revitalization in collaboration with the Hearst Group, the publishers of El Decor. And the pavilion is going to be transformed into a matter of stone. It uh, has its own name and uh, it will be a commercial space, not uh, an exhibition space as in the past, where Italian and international companies will showcase their best project and materials, emphasizing the value of natural stone in various applications. We can say this pavilion uh, Billion is um, deeply uh, focused on design and interior design. Uh, additionally, as in the past, Marumac offers uh, a rich cultural program. Um, Pavilion uh, 10, uh, known as the Plus Theater, will host exhibitions, conferences, uh, workshops uh, to bridge technology, art, design, uh, aiming to promote uh, the heritage of natural stones uh, and explore new trends or applications. Will there be any activities or exhibits outside of the fairgrounds and I guess the other thing, will returning visitors noticing really anything different about the Marmomac experience this year? While there won't be any activities uh, or exhibits outside the um, fairground, uh, returning visitors can expect a fulfilling Marmomac experience. Marmomac will have a vibrant exhibition space, high-level exhibition and talks, uh, including those curated by El Decor. Uh, there will also be a dedicated focus on the American market, created by Scan Update, uh, hosting us today for this podcast. What Carlotta referred to at the end is a presentation I'll be giving at Marmomac on the hard surfaces market in the United States. The date and time has yet to be determined, but you can always check on that and register for the event at www.marmomac.com/en. 
Remember, our latest issue of Hard Surface Report is now available at www.hardsurfacereport.online slash May 23 slash. Our online newsletter, Slab and Sheet, comes out on alternate Wednesdays. For a transcript of this broadcast, go to www.radiostoneupdate.com. For Radio Stone Update, I'm Kay Shipper, and we'll see you here again soon. This edition of Radio Stone Update has been brought to you by Tab Surfaces, celebrating 25-plus years of producing premium natural stone and tab quartz, the high-density slabs with Tab's proprietary high-gloss luster technology.